the volume. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. What is going on, everybody? Three and Out Podcast with me, John Middlecoff. Uh, subscribe, share with your friends. Let's rock and roll, baby. Big week end. Uh, recording this on Thursday. Lot going on. Antonio Brown, Rodgers versus some guy named Hub. I've never heard of, but I guess that became a thing. The NFL is thinking about moving the Super Bowl. And as a California resident, I think they would make the right decision. They'll head on to Jerry's Palace and put the Super Bowl in Dallas. We obviously have some big games this weekend. Chargers Raiders is the biggest. Uh, Niners Rams, I will be in attendance. Pretty big one as well. There are other games where one team mattered. I guess the Saints-Falcons game is pretty big. A lot of games are fighting for seeding. And then I think there's kind of this elephant in the room that I had just, it kind of hit me yesterday. Black Monday's right around the corner. We are going to, you know, kind of find out here pretty soon who's going to get fired. we got a pretty good idea, but how it's all going to play out. I'm very, very fascinated to watch a couple of these wild cards. So, Middlecoff Mailbag, you can always hit me up, at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Slide up in those DMs and uh, get your question answered here on the show. Let's start with Antonio Brown. And yesterday... I usually go to uh, the CVS by my house whenever I need something like body wash. Uh, if I'm traveling, you know, those little, you know, when you got a shaved head, you got to always bring shaving cream on the road, but you can only have the small ones. You can't bring the big ones to the little edge. And so I went to CVS and anytime you go to CVS or Walgreens or any of those type stores, they always have the tabloids at the, you know, right when you're checking out, which I'd be lying if I said at one point in my life, <clears throat> that type stuff didn't interest me fascinated me and I read Us Weekly, People Magazine. Now, it's like you can only put so many pictures of Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, and Ben Affleck on that thing. Like eventually it starts to bore you. It's like I I do not care where Kim Kardashian is with Pete Pete Davidson. It was a little more interesting a decade ago when she hadn't been that relevant for that long, right? Because you're like, who is this person? What is this? And the tabloids, I one thing, and listen, I understand they have a business to run. They play the hits, I mean, there are four or five. You're getting a lot of Meghan Markle. And I can only see Meghan Markle so many times before I go, I do not care. 
it, it doesn't even begin to interest me what is going on with Meghan Markle and her husband and the Euros. I'm out. I've given up on the royal family. Cool story like five years ago, not anymore. Like who J-Lo, she's back with Ben Affleck. I do not care. And one thing with Antonio Brown is he's like TMZ of the NFL. It's always something. I woke up this morning kind of early, wanted to get my workout in, little Jocko style, before the sunrise. And I, you know, first thing I do, it's not the healthiest thing to do, I check my phone. So I'm, I'm looking at Twitter and I see all this stuff going on with Antonio Brown. And my first reaction was, I do not give a shit. I refuse to spend much time looking into this. Now, I read the text message that he tweeted out about Alex Guerrero and Bruce Arians. And I was like, what, what are we reading? What are we doing? And I saw so many people that covered the NFL like, this is crazy. This is awesome. It's like, how are we still doing that with the Antonio Brown? Every single year, for years now, for years, he has been doing things out of left field. I'm just out. Like, I, I just do not care. Like, I, I, I've tapped out of the Antonio Brown drama. Now, it's like Alex Guerrero's charging individuals 100 grand for doing who knows what. Pretty good business he's got going on. But, like, I'm not going to pick a side in this because I truly do not care. But I know this. I will, I, I guess I will pick a side. I'll go with Bruce Arians. I'll go with Tampa Bay. I'll go with Jason Light over Antonio Brown. Because Antonio Brown now has a long history. And, and I don't know how anyone, like, and listen, maybe I'm a little jaded. You do this long enough. If I was 20 years old, I would be all over this. But I, I, I find it kind of exhausting. I, I find it kind of, you know, stupid. Like, what are we talking about? Now, the only reason he's there, and we talked about it earlier when last week, after, I guess, earlier this week when he went crazy on Sunday, is like, it's because of Tom. Like, I, I do think Tom should come out and say something in defense of his coach and in defense of his organization because he does bear the responsibility of bringing this crazy situation around guys. That, let's face it, like Mike Evans, high-level guy. Right, all their guys on defense, high-level guys. You follow Nadamik and Sue on social media. Now he did some dirty stuff back in the day. The dude tweets about like, uh, you know, apartment real estate, how to grow your wealth, uh, where to get good ROIs with your uh, with your money. You know, Nadamik and Sue, smart guy, and they got Antonio Brown doing who knows what. I, I'm done. Like I don't pick up the tabloids anymore. Now I, I'd be lying if I said I never did. But it no longer interests me. Antonio Brown, he's not good enough to, to keep interesting me. Now, big picture for them, he did play a pretty big role on their team. Now, the Godwin has a torn ACL. Like, they don't have, like, who's going to play wide receiver? You know, I mean, a big reason that they had a lot of success down the stretch last year. And now with Godwin getting hurt, who led the team in tackles by a country mile, they now really depended on Rob Gronkowski. They're really dependent on Mike Evans, who's kind of become this, like, uh, you know, this, a little younger version of Julio Jones, freak talent, unstoppable player, but he's always injured. There, There is just some pressure on some of these no-name guys. Now, if you're a Tampa fan, you, you've heard of them. But the non-pro bowlers stepping up. And it'll be interesting. Obviously, this week they should roll. But when come the playoffs, like, can they win three games to get back to the Super Bowl? I, I think I'm going to bet against them. Well, I know I am, because I'm not going to pick them to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> The other story, uh, a, a little different than Antonio Brown, but in the same uh, in the same aisle, is the journalist who I had never heard of, Hub something, 
who went on a Chicago radio station and said that he would not vote for Aaron Rodgers because he was a bad person and selfish or whatever. And I've said weeks ago that Aaron Rodgers, the only people he lied to was the media. He didn't lie to his team. He didn't lie to his coaches. And he didn't lie to the league. Everyone knew the information. The media didn't know. And I said it before, the media gets very angry when they don't know. But a little bit like Antonio Brown, one thing I'm out of the business of, getting worked up what journalists think. I do not care what any journalists think, good or bad. They do not dictate my mind anymore. Because we've seen them over the last several years, they have lost their mind. You follow any of them on social media? These people are, they're extremists. So I do understand, and listen, I had the thought coming into his voting because he's clearly the best player in the National Football League. There's, it's not even close. If you don't vote for Aaron Rodgers, you really haven't been watching football. Now, the one person, if you like, if you had a vote and you were based in Cincinnati and you voted for Joe Burrow, while I would disagree with the vote, I would understand the logic. But I, the good part about this, this hub guy getting exposed, I don't think he would have been alone. I think a lot of big J's would have done something very similar because of where they stand politically, right? And listen, I, I, I'm i anti-mandates. I got the jab. Uh, I, if I was Rodgers, I would have just, I said it before coming into the season, I just would have got it to make it easier. And that was back when we thought it, you know, protected you. Uh, clearly, you can still get it. And he went on the, you know, the rant the last couple of days calling the guy a bum. And I don't blame Rodgers for saying that. But I, I, I do think that, this guy got so so heavily shamed on social media. Everyone was talking shit about him, justifiably so, that the other media members who would have voted for someone else are now going to be scared to do that. Now, do I think there are going to be a couple people that are still going to not vote for Aaron Rodgers? 100%. We've seen it with baseball for years. These people, the, the one thing I try to do in this space that I'm in, and I don't even know what you consider this, like to me, I, I'm not a media member, uh, I, I just, I, I have entertainment products. This is an entertainment product. If you want to listen, great. Uh, hopefully you tell your friends. If not, no worries. But th- this is, everything I'm telling you is agenda-based. And I think a lot of media for a long period of time tried to act like they were independent. No agenda, no bias. It's a complete lie. We're, we're all biased on everything. But I think the key is, they, they've always tried to like uh, pretend they didn't have one. Yeah, it's like, hey guys, we follow you guys on Twitter. I, I see all your opinions. You can't even hide them. Like, you're biased on everything you do. So you're going to be biased in the sports because now politics... The other thing that's weird with uh, the Big J's and uh, most of them academically went to really good schools is like politics defines their life. And maybe it's the way I grew up. Like, we laughed at politicians, left or right. Like, we were just... we, We didn't trust any of them. That's the way I was raised. And that's most people I associate with. It's like, politicians aren't the most trustworthy people. Yet, when I watch these people in media who have lost their minds over the last four or five years, it's like they are so, they're more loyal to their political party than they would be to their family. And it's just kind of mind-boggling. I have nothing in common with them. I, I find them actually kind of weird. I, I find them to be kind of whack jobs. And it's why that I refuse to get angry. Like when you say, you see what this newspaper writer wrote? Newspaper writer? Well, I mean, has newspapers been relevant for 15 years I don't know anyone my age who gets a newspaper thrown on the front of their driveway. Now, my, my seven-year-old mother, she gets like seven newspapers on her driveway. She's still reading those bad boys. Most people have transitioned to the internet. Now, I subscribe to the Wall Street Journal. 
the uh, you know the internet version so I can read it on my iPad. Uh, but for even for the most part, I I find myself I was like, do I even need to do this? Do I even read it enough? And the answer is probably no. But I, I just don't understand that they just get so worked up over things they have no control over. And I, I don't find that very relatable. I find most people that are in the sports media, especially the, the journalists, that I don't have much in common with. So I refuse to get angry over their angry opinions because I don't care what they think. Now, if ultimately this would have led to him not being the MVP, which we are you know, whatever, a month, because we usually find out the week of the Super Bowl a long way away, then I would have got outrage. And we might have been heading that way. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility to assume that he might have split some votes with some other people because a lot of people that have a vote would not have voted for him. I think that's a fair assumption to make. But now, after watching Hub who had to come out with like a, an article apologizing, which is always the dumbest thing to do. Now, maybe his employer, I guess I've done that before on Twitter, like six, seven years ago, because I felt pressure from my employer. But, you know, it, it's usually you don't even believe what you're apologizing for. Now, maybe sometimes you do. Maybe sometimes you're just like, I regret saying that. But when you went, I mean, you went on a long, you know, diatribe on the radio show. Like, we heard what you said. Like, you believed it. You do not like him. And part of it is the guy's a Bears fan. He covers the Bears. That's the other thing. Like, uh, I think these guys struggle to just be open with their allegiances, especially the older people in this space, because they've been taught to not do that. But that's actually how they think. So just be open and honest. Like, that's all I try to do on this show is be very open and honest. Like, I don't like this player. Like, I don't like this guy. Like, I'm not big into Cliff Kingsbury's offense. Like, I just tell you what I think. Like, I have bias. I have agendas towards specific things. And I'm open with them. Uh, and it doesn't mean I'm always going to be right. This is giving you my opinions. And my opinion on Aaron Rodgers, he's the best player by a fucking mile this season in the NFL. And he was last year. He's, it's, he's going on one of the greatest two-year runs we've ever seen at quarterback. If you have eyes and you cover the sport and you can't see that, I can't help you. Now, like, uh, you know, uh, I do agree with, I love that Aaron called him a bum. The great part about getting old is you get more secure and you you worry less about what other people say about you and Aaron's just throwing jabs back. I I, I enjoy that. Uh, and he, he, you know, he was justified in his jabs back at the guy. But it also shows you, we've seen it forever in baseball Hall of Fame voting, is like, Shouldn't we, shouldn't it be like politics? Like you, you get voted off panels. Like you, you don't just get a hall of fame vote for 30 years. Maybe you get it for four years or eight years, but then you lose it. Get some new blood, you know, Hey Roger, holler at me. I'll, I'll vote. Uh, I, I'll take an independent vote. I'll just vote for the best player. You know, it's not that I, I do not care what your politics are. I also don't relate to that. I've never once thought when I walk by a guy, like, I wonder what they think politically. I wonder, no, I mean, for the majority of my life up until the last couple of years, we just interacted with other people. We all thought differently and no one cared. Uh, now it's clear that I don't know if we're ever going back to that, which is kind of sad. All right, the college football championship is here to celebrate FanDuel Sportsbook hooking up new customers. 30 to 1 enhanced odds on either team to win. I like Bama minus the points. I'm taking Saban and Bryce Young. Sign up at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I mean, basically, five bucks can win you 150 bucks on either team to win. 30 to 1 enhanced odds. Always use the promo code Colin, by the way. It's the number one sportsbook in America, safe and secure, payouts in as little as two hours. FanDuel is going to hook up all customers with $50 
when you refer a friend, plus your friend will get 50 bucks too. Whenever you go to a FanDuel Sportsbook and sign up at FanDuel.com, just use the promo code Colin. 30 to 1 enhanced odds, either team to win. I'm taking Alabama. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook. FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bowl flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor. Full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. One of the other big stories is Los Angeles, or the state of California, uh, we just extended a mask mandate for the next, uh, I, I guess it was set to expire in 10 days. I don't know. I mean, I, I can't follow this stuff. I think most of us normal people in the state of California just live our lives and have been for a while, but there are also a large contingent and definitely the political side of it that are still, we we are the most extreme by far when it comes to the COVID policies. It's not even close. It's like if you go to San Francisco, LA, and New York, and then you go to these other states, and I've been to Vegas, Arizona, it's like we're living in two different worlds. We, we, we're all in America, yet they're two different Americas. And Los Angeles, even more than the Bay Area, has been by far the most extreme. Well, the NFL, you know, the Super Bowl, is like the celebration of the season. It's also a cash cow. It's a big deal that entire week. I, I've been to two now. I've been to the one when it came to San Francisco, and then I went a couple years to Miami. It is just a week-long celebration, event, parties, every media all over the world. It's a big deal. Well, it would be very difficult to operate, I would imagine, in Los Angeles. And Roger and some of the NFL people said that they are going to do 
you know, like a full, I guess, overlook next year, or I mean next week after the last week of the regular season to see if it's still going to work. Now, people in LA have come out and said the Super Bowl is coming. Now, I wouldn't put them past the people in California because there's no rhyme or reason to any of this. To say, listen, if you're here for the Super Bowl, you can no masks, no vaccine cards, do whatever you want. If you live here, you got to follow the rules. That is in play. So I would never discount that. But I could imagine Jerry Jones already said, come here. There are no rules in Texas. You can do whatever you want. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility this thing's moved. And I do wonder if Roger comes here and his people come here and go, this is going to be very, very difficult. Because they want, unlike last year, where you didn't really have a choice, this year, I don't even remember the Super Bowl festivities last year, but they were definitely tampered back. I think they're going to want to blow it out. You know, and you're not going to be able to do that in Los Angeles. Zero chance. It, it would be much closer to like a 2020 midsummer Super Bowl than it would be like it would be in other states right now. Full go. No one cares. Let's rock and roll. So I would imagine, I know that LA is going to push back. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I got it red flagged right now. I live here. I see it every day. Like if I was, if, if Roger called me, I would say 100% move it. It is going to be such a pain in your ass and it's going to limit so many things that you guys are used to doing that you wouldn't have those limitations if you put it in Glendale, if you put it at Jerry's Palace, if you put it in Miami. You'll just be able to operate as normal. And if you want to operate as normal, you cannot do it here. And if you not even just not operate as normal, they make it very, very difficult. So, you know, I'm going to the game this weekend. I'm very interested to see, you know, the, the just what LA's like. Uh, I was in San Francisco actually probably a month ago and it was it was pretty normal. Now I guess, you know, for the the, the policies around here change with this new variant, but I, I I would I would recommend that they move the Super Bowl out of Los Angeles if they want to avoid just controversy after controversy and pain in the ass after pain in the ass, because that, that's what it'll be. Let's dive into some actual football. Uh pretty big games this weekend. Obviously, we have a massive, massive game Sunday night. And I, I think, I don't even think it's disputable. All the pressure is on the Chargers. How they are 9-7 and seven to me, and I've said this now for weeks, is, is mind-boggling, is seems borderline impossible. The, their quarterback is in the universe right now with Mahomes, Rodgers, Stafford, and Brady. That's, he has 35 touchdowns. All those guys have 35 or more. All those teams cruising to the playoffs. Brady, division champ. Stafford, if he wins this weekend, division champ. Mahomes, division champ. And obviously, Rodgers, number one seed, back-to-back MVPs. Yet, they have Herbert, who's having an unreal season. 35 touchdowns, easily one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yet, they're 9-7 and because their defense has been atrocious. Yet, you look at the Raiders. Coach fired. uh, Guy is headed to prison. Federal prison. Another first-round corner cut for guns they just had a dude this week get a dewey in a parking lot now it might not be a dui because he was not driving but that's vegas law different to california law but regardless they had a guy get arrested at 4 30 in the morning they have had one and this guy not nate hobbs not bad they've had one thing after another yet they're nine and seven too and their quarterback has been throwing to zay jones and hunter renfro like and their defense is full of like Max Crosby and Yannick and Dockway, who are good players, but somehow have them as the same record. I I think if Brandon Staley loses this game, and I don't think they will, 
the Chargers should win. They have just the better team. They have way more talent. But it is a road game. Uh, they don't have much fan, many fans to begin with. I, they did, actually, in San Diego. I knew a lot of them. It just feels like a lot of those guys have kind of tapped out. Don't blame them. Dean Spanos will do that to you. I think if Brandon Staley loses this game, you could justify firing him after one year. I, I, I truly believe that. Uh, because this guy inherited a rocket ship, and somehow he crashed it. They were, I think, that what were they, 4-1 and one to start the season? They beat Kansas City. They beat the Raiders earlier in this season. Uh, I, I just, I don't trust the Chargers at all. Now, I don't necessarily trust the Raiders either, but I don't know, man. I, I think the pressure is all on Brandon Staley, all on the Chargers organization. You can't win this game. I, I'll never take, and I love their quarterback. I, I won't be able to take their organization. Now, not that I do. I mean, I kind of do. They've had good teams over the last 20 years. Marty Schottenheimer, some Mike McCoy's first couple years with uh, Rivers. Even Anthony Lynn made the playoffs one year with Phillip Rivers and won a playoff game. Remember, they beat the Ravens. But man, to me, they, they got to win this game. And then the other big game is in Southern California, which I will be in attendance. Pretty fired up. Um, really fired up. And I, I, I think this is a game where Kyle, Kyle Shanahan just basically has to whip it out and put it all on the table and just take a swing for the fences. Trick plays, do everything humanly possible. I'm assuming Trey Lance is going to play as of recording this. But I, I, I don't see Trey Lance making his third career start Against Houston, he was really rusty that first half of the season, the first half of the game, which is understandable. He hadn't played, you know, since whatever week four or five against Arizona. I do think the Rams are a different animal in terms of their pass rush. There was no pass rush last year, last week. Now you got guys that can get after the passer, you know, like Arizona, and Arizona really threw him off. Now the guy is very, very physically gifted, but he's very raw. I mean, he, he's got a long way to go. Now you bet on raw guys. High character with the physical skills. Big picture, if he works hard, dedicates himself, he's got players around him, he can be a high-level quarterback in this league. But we've seen with all the other rookies, it's very, very... The NFL's hard. The NFL's hard if you're like Trent Williams. The NFL's hard if you're Aaron Donald, let alone a rookie. I mean, it is who hasn't played all season. So it's, it's a very, very difficult spot. If Kyle Shanahan can beat Sean McVay for the sixth straight time, with a rookie quarterback, it's one of the best wins of his coaching career so far. And obviously, he had the one year, but it would be by far the best win of the season. It would be an incredible accomplishment. On the road, now, there are going to be, I'm sure, a lot of 49er fans there, a lot of red, but it, this is going to be very, very difficult. Now, they, the Niners are going to need just insane games from guys like Bosa, Kittle, and Debo, which are possible. I mean, these guys are all pro, pro bowl level guys. Uh, the other game, the Saints versus the Falcons. Uh, you know, if the Saints win this game and go nine and eight, <clears throat> regardless if they get in the playoffs or not, right? If if the Niners win, they 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 can't control anything. But if they're able to go nine and eight with Jameis, with Simeon, with uh, with Taysom Hill, that's Sean Payton is big time. And I know a lot of people. He's a polarizing guy, and it goes back to kill the head, the body will die when he got suspended, but. I am you know know enough people in the NFL. He is very, very highly thought of. And for them just to be in the mix with that quarterback situation, like I, I talked about the Eagles earlier this week. They have two starting quarterbacks. Two. Jalen Hurts, who, you know, we can nitpick him all we want. Like, he's not bad, right? He's got some flaws, but he's not. And Gardner Minshew, two guys who can start a quarterback. These guys don't have one. Like, I, I'm sorry, Sean. Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. 
He's a position player, but he can play quarterback and somehow they can win some games. Now, do the Falcons have, they're not, they're going to try to win this game, right? I mean, Arthur Smith is going to try to go into the offseason with a win. And divisional opponents, things can get weird. Though I do expect the Saints to win. Uh, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Uh, That's why, you know, it'll be interesting to see, like, what if the Saints are down and the Niners are down? Sunday's going to be a fascinating day because really just these three games. I mean, they're the Bills and the Patriots, whoever wins. You're all playing for seedings, but all these teams are in the playoffs. Tampa, you know, if they, if they, they're going to win, they play the Panthers. But playing for seeding, the Rams playing for seeding, right? All the AFC teams, the Chiefs, the Titans are playing for the one seed, which is a big deal. But these teams all know they're in the playoffs. There is a major difference when you know if we do not win, we are not going dancing. Our season is over. The players the next day clean up their locker and the coaches start talking about the senior ball and the combine. So it's it's a big difference between getting ready for your next opponent, like getting ready for Tom Brady or getting ready for the senior bowl. I know if I was a coach or a player, uh, the players don't care about the senior bowl. I want to get ready for the playoffs. In the scouting community, scouts get bonuses for playoffs. So uh, they, they are, uh, they're rooting. All, all, the, all the scouts on these teams are rooting for their teams to win. And then last but not least, Black Monday is right around the corner. And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard because I, I try to balance losing your job. And I've, I've had that happen to me. Sucks. But I've lost my job when I didn't make much money. When I was scouting and, you know, didn't get renewed, fired, however you want to put it, when Chip came in, I was making 50 grand. Maybe a little more when you factor in the stipend for, like, your car. But I, I, didn't, I didn't have another, like, a contract the next year. The money ran out. Now, I was young, no family. It didn't really matter, right? But these coaches, when they get fired, they all got years remaining. And they've all just been making seven, six, five, whatever. They're multimillionaires. So they, they don't relate to 99% of society. While they do lose their job, and any human being that has, like it's a shitty moment of your professional career, for any ambitious person, for any achiever, for any person just has any pride, right? You don't want to get fired. You don't want to fail. No, no one wants to fail, even though you learn a lot from failing. You don't, while you're in the middle of failing, it sucks. But like when I look at the head coaches like Vic Fangio, Vic Fangio is going to get fired. He's... Vic Fangio was making like $3 million to be a defensive coordinator before he got this job. Now, the one shitty part for him, he'd worked his entire career, he got his one shot, never had a quarterback, he's never going to be a head coach again. But like Matt Nagy, who's my guy, I haven't talked to him really all season. He's probably going to get fired, right? Is going to get fired. Matt Nagy's so young, he can go back with Coach Reed, go to another team, he can resurrect his stock, he'll be a head coach again one day. Like, mark my words, he will have a chance to be a head coach again in the NFL. We Everyone thought Todd Bowles, he's done. Todd Bowles is going to start interviewing for jobs. That's the way it works. There's a cycle. Things happen, right? Uh, Mike Zimmer falls under the Fangio thing. But like Fangio, these guys, Mike Zimmer's so rich before he ever got the job, Mike Zimmer was like the highest paid coordinator in the league. Now, Mike Zimmer will never, ever be a head coach again. Ever. It's, it's, it's over. For him and Fangio, it's done. But it's also time. Like, unlike Fangio, where I think he could argue, like, just give me one year with the quarterback, even though they won't. Mike Zimmer, like, you've had several quarterbacks. You've had great defense. You had good. You had a successful career. You made the playoffs a lot. You had some solid teams. You made an NFC championship game. Like, you were by no means a failure, but it's over. You're going to go back to being a number two in the defensive coordinator. And then there are guys like, to me, there's some curveballs, right? Like Pete Carroll in Seattle. What's going to happen there? 
Now, I don't, Pete Carroll's not going to get fired on Black Monday, but is this going to be a story that comes out on Sunday morning? Like, keep an eye, keep an eye on Seattle. Someone DM me, I didn't see this, but said, did you see that Joe Judge dropped an F-bomb in his press conference? And I thought this a couple weeks ago when Joe Judge kind of went on his rant about how former players were texting him, like, I want to come back, how his future free agents on the Giants. When you're desperate in life, you do desperate things. And you say things that you probably maybe one day will regret, that might not make sense at the time. And I see a guy that's desperate, who is starting to think, like, he's not doing this to try to get the fans behind him. I think he thinks he might get fired. So every day that he gets in front of the media, one, he's just kind of on eggshells right now because he thinks it could come to an end. Now, like Matt Nagy, he's like 40 years old. He'd go back to Belichick, he'd be another head coach again, right? You just argue, well, Gettleman screwed him. But I think there's a 50-50 shot. Now, again, he might not get fired on Black Monday because part of their deal might be to hire the general manager and let them decide, which I think they've conveniently leaked the last couple weeks. They're like, you know, because at first they said he's safe. That we view Joe Judge as the next Parcells or Belichick. And then everyone in New York, furious. And now they're like, well, we're going to let the next GM decide. Well, if you're Joe Judge, you just look around. Like, a lot of next GMs get rid of that guy. Now, sometimes you get that courtesy year. Fangio got it. Uh, I'm trying to think. It's it's definitely happened before. Fangio's the most recent one, where you just get the courtesy year. But I don't think... Fangio had accomplished a lot. I mean, Fangio's... One, Fangio's just a... Just his resume speaks for itself, and he's older. So it was easier for George Patton to go, you know, I'll just keep him for a year. We'll see what happens. And I've read they really like each other. Well, if I'm the new GM and I don't come from New England, like, why am I trusting Joe Judge? Like, what's his resume? Being an assistant for Belichick? Like, how's that one worked out? Not great, unless your name's Brian Flores. So I I think just big picture, when I say big picture, like in the short term, his job status, while one prop, I guess it could happen Monday. They could just blow everyone out. But I think keep an eye on Joe Judge. And then uh, I got a wild card for you. There was a story recently in The Athletic who actually just sold for $500 million, which you see some of the prices companies have sold for in the technology space over the last decade. $500 million is not very much. Now, I, I was lucky. I worked at The Athletic for a couple of years, just doing a little freelance side. Writing's hard. Writing's very difficult. I, I know a lot of writers. I do, while I, I don't have much in common with some of their mindsets, I do respect the profession and understand it's, it's difficult to write. Being a talented writer is hard. I do think the the long-term viability of just writing in general is not much. Uh, unless you're super niche. Wall Street Journal, the New York Times has such an embedded brand. I, I just, as, as someone who is in his late 30s, I, I, I have never read less sports content in my life. I just don't think there's money behind it. When I saw the number $500 million, my first response was, God, that's not a lot of money. I mean, that's that shows you that like, there's not much money in sports writing. So anyone listening to this, aspiring sports journalists, uh, I, I would try to be balanced, try to be able to do some YouTube stuff, be able to do podcasting stuff like that. That's where the money is because that's how people like under 50 consume content through audio and visual. We just don't read as much. And I'm not like there is, I, I still love, I'd say a good book, but I, I listen to them all. Like I, I listen to my books now. So I just wonder like pretty big red flag to me. But Matt Rule, there was an article in The Athletic that said that uh, that basically David Tepper, you know, the rich hedge fund guy, 
I don't know if he, I, I, I don't want to screw up the exact, I don't know verbatim off my head, but it was like, you know, has second thoughts, regrets, gave him $65 million, $62 million. I think he'd like a do-over on that one. Now, part of it is, would Belichick have won with the Panthers with their quarterback situation? Now, I think the pushback would be Belichick wouldn't have traded for Sam Darnold. And listen, I was wrong on that. I like the Sam Darnold trade, but it was a disaster. Sam Darnold, when I watch him, I view, like, this guy's a backup. This guy's this guy is not starting anymore in the NFL. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, polarizing guy. Sam Darnold can't hold Jimmy Garoppolo's jock as a football player. So you just, you make decisions on quarterbacks and you get the wrong one, it could cripple you, you know, for a couple years, especially they immediately pick up the fifth year option. That's devastating. He's screwed. So I, how are they going to get any better next year? I, I I don't see it. Now, maybe they could trade for, I guess, Deshaun Watson, but isn't Miami going to do that? You know, Russell Wilson played the, you know, is NC State, so kind of the region. I've never been to the Carolinas, but though I want to go play golf, Myrtle Beach. So I'm sure people will DM me how far NC State and, you know, Charlotte are away from each other. But my point is, like, one thing Russell Wilson has been hammering home, at least his agent has through Russell Wilson, is like, big market, big market, big market. To me, Charlotte, while it's an up-and-coming, actually pretty good boom in real estate market, I, I can't see that one. So I, I don't know how Matt Rule improves. Could David Tepper, that has just a stupid amount of money, just pay him to go away? And just hope that, you know, some college football... Like, what if Jim Harbaugh jumps to uh, jumps to the Raiders? Wouldn't Michigan just hire Matt Rule? And then maybe you just, you know, go like this. And then it's a smooth transition. And then you get to hire an NFL guy. I, I, I'd i keep an eye on Matt Rule because it's too ugly. And this owner paid too much... He paid $2 billion cash. Cash. You know? Can you imagine doing that? Like, listen, it's, all, it's easy for all of us to be like, you just got to be patient. Just see it through. What well, ain't your money. Imagine when you spend whatever relative is to you a lot of money. Let's say you buy a car. Let's say you pay cash for a car. Let's say you buy a $50,000 car. What if like two weeks in or six months in, a year in, you're like, this car sucks. Pisses you off because you know you've invested so much money. Now, it's not smart to pay cash for cars, but some people do it, right? And, you know, you're kind of stuck with it. Especially, you know, it loses value. Like, let's face it, Matt Rule has lost a lot of value in two years. Now, maybe it just turns out he's a college coach. And when I say college coach, like his greatest attribute is really motivating young guys, getting them to overachieve. Like, you know, for the most part, you don't, you can say like Tomlin and, and Harbaugh, like, do they get their guys to overachieve or do they just do a good job of drafting good players and those guys are good coaches, right? Is is Tomlin like getting guys to overachieve or does he just have sweet players and he's a good coach? Like, is TJ Watt overachieving or is he just sweet? Like Matt Rule gets guys at Temple and Baylor to overachieve. And you can even look back at Baylor and go, well, Baylor won before he got there. And since him, Dave Aranda is winning too. Didn't Dave Aranda just win a bowl game? Won like, uh, went 12 and 2 or 13 and 2 on the season? Maybe Baylor's just a really good program now. And maybe Matt Rule, you know, but if you said Matt Rule goes to Michigan, I'd expect him to win. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco-alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. 
cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, let's do a little Middlecoff mailbag. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram Slide up into those DMs, get your question answered here on the show, and uh, easy peasy. I, a lot of you guys have reached out about the golf podcast. Glad you enjoyed it. It's going to keep on coming. PGA Golf here, and I love it. So let's start with a golf question. Love the golf pod. What are your thoughts on iron covers? 
Protect your tools or sign of a weaker man. You cannot have iron covers. Zero. You just, it's not allowed. So any iron cover equals red flag as a human being. Now, old lady, I think my grandma, when I was really, really young, pretty bad golfer, if I remember correctly. She passed away probably late 97, 98. I'm pretty sure she had iron covers. So if you want to be like a grandma, uh, go with iron covers. If you want to be a normal human being, then no iron covers. Okay, let's go. uh, Question. As a Colts fan, should we be embarrassed for not punching our ticket against the Raiders last weekend? Assuming we will against the Jags, but we haven't managed to find ways to lose so many games this year. Selfishly, used to play at Yale, and my old teammate is quietly leading the NFL in tackles this year. Pro Bowl snub, though. Which stat should be the best indicators to who should get official recognition? Uh, played at Yale. God, high-level guy. we got high-level listeners here. I, I love it when we get a good Ivy Leaguer. Uh, love Kyle Juszczyk, another Ivy League football guy. That's, uh, I, I don't know, you know, I, I, I think that you should poll general managers and coaches. And I, maybe they do do that now, but I think the coaches and GMs and, and the players, zero fan vote, should pick the players. But I, I honestly I haven't really thought much about it. That's a good question. I would say the Colts blew it. I mean, you, you cannot, at home, lose to Hunter Renfro. I mean, just Hunter Renfro beat them. Hunter Renfro. Kenny Moore... If you watch Hard Knocks, Kenny Moore's a stud. I love the guy. Hunter Renfro took him to school. They they put they put him on Hunter Renfro like Hunter Renfro is the best wide receiver because he is. And like, it's just a bad loss to me. That's a devastating loss to lose to the Raiders at home with no Waller. Jacobs kept coming out of the game because he was be, being injured. I think they ran for like fifty yards. I mentioned Bezos's girlfriend. <laughs> And a bunch of people have DM'd me, and I got this DM here from Brian that said, Lauren Sanchez, this Bezos' girlfriend, was Tony Gonzalez's ex-girlfriend. Because there were some videos, maybe she posted them on her IG story, of Tony partying like over New Year's with Jeff Bezos. I'm like, God, Tony Gonzalez? I know he's a cow guy. You know, Huntington Beach, Southern California, good looking. Who wouldn't want to be friends with Tony Gonzalez? I just thought Bezos... Super Jack now. Maybe he just wants to be friends with Tony G. Turns out, you know, they are just... And I don't blame Tony. Clearly, they must have had a pretty decent breakup. Maybe it's just as simple as like, I just want to be friends with Bezos. Also, Patrick Whit- Whitesell, Chairman Endeavor. Yeah, so she's, you know, she's not dating the local plumber. That's for sure. Lauren's a good-looking old lady. Love the pod. Love hearing some F-bombs when talking about football because it's football. I agree. There should be F-bombs. Dolphins clearly have a solid coach in Flores, legit defense, and an established culture. Why is it so hard for them to find a running game or an offensive coordinator to score points? Well, they don't have very good running backs would be my first uh, statement. My second statement would be, well, their their head coach is a defensive guy who has been a defensive assistant coach, who then became a defensive coordinator, who now became the head coach. So his expertise is not offense. So the only people he's going to know, and he spent the majority of his career, if I'm pretty sure, if I bring up Brian Flores' Wikipedia, his entire NFL career was with the Pats. So the only people he would know to help out his offense would be Patriot guys. So he got hired from Boston College. 
He got hired by the Patriots in 08 and was on their staff till he got the job. So his kind of, you know, nucleus of people he'd have to, to hire would be people he knew. And, you know, I think sometimes when you work on three or four staffs, you get to meet different guys. You know, think about Kyle Shanahan and Brian and, uh, and Sean McVay and LaFleur. Like, before those guys became head coaches, McVay worked on Tampa staff with John Gruden. Then he went with the Shanahans to Washington, and then he stayed with John Gruden. So think about all the coaches he got to meet. Kyle Shanahan started with Houston, then went to the Browns, then was with the Falcons. Like, he, you just, in the, in, the, in the football team, like, you just get to meet a lot of different coaches. You just get to expand LaFleur. Right with uh, with those guys in Washington, goes with Kyle to Atlanta, gets his goes with McVay to the Rams, then goes to Tennessee for a year of Rabel. Even though they're in their early, mid to late thirties, you know, by the time they're 35, 37, 38, and especially in LaFleur and Kyle, they knew tons of different coaches. I think that's very healthy. Now, it's not unhealthy to work for the Patriots, like that's a good thing, but I think that limits his ability to like he's just been around Bill O'Brien and Josh. Like, he can't hire Josh. Bill O'Brien's not going to work for him. So I I think that's just, that would be my take on that. How does one come up in the coaching ranks? I currently work youth football, and I'm only 19 years old. But I see all these young head coaches, and I can't, uh, and I desire to be like them. I also don't go to college and just started working out of high school. Do I have a shot, and what would my plan be? I think you got to go go to junior college. You got to get to college because the only way to break in for the most part is through college football, unless you know someone in the NFL and to get to college football, you usually have to have a college degree. You cannot coach. I'm pretty sure you cannot be a division one coach without a college degree. So I would recommend if you didn't have the grades to get into a four-year school, go to junior college. And when you're going to junior college, you can coach high school football on the side. But you got my, my number one recommendation. And listen, I'm not the biggest like academia be, you know backer here. But the only reason I made it to the NFL, let me repeat, the only reason I got to the NFL was because I was a graduate assistant. And the only reason I could become a graduate assistant was because I had an undergraduate degree. And really, I had my grades had I got I kind of had a couple teachers that kind of bumped them up my senior year at Cal Poly, but I had to have above a 3.0 GPA to even get into the graduate program. And this was at Fresno State. So I, I would recommend you just, you got to get an undergraduate degree if you want to be a coach. Now, if you want to be Jeff Bezos, you want to be Steve Jobs, you do not need to go to college. Elon Musk, you do not need a college degree. You can run a company without a college degree, 100%. Now more than ever. You could argue, I, I saw... Someone wrote like, you know, in some of these different districts, how they're not even given grades. Like, are, is there going to be a high school diploma slash college degree? Is that even going to matter in like 20 years? What was the value of that thing going to be? But if you want to coach, you got to get a college degree. That, that would be my number one recommendation. I know you aren't futures better, but can you explain why Dak is still the favorite to win comeback player of the year over Joe Burrow? Joe has better numbers, plays in a tougher division, and currently has better MVP odds. Is Dak only favored because he's a cowboy and the odds on favorite entering the season? It's a good question. I don't follow that type stuff, the future bets, closely enough. I would say a huge part of it is we all witnessed him shatter his ankle. And him coming back, like his ankle was shattered. Now, I think the Burrow people would say, well, he got his knee snapped, and he, they're right. 
but you, I think you get the cowboy bump. You know, his ankle was shattered. He cried off the cart. Even though Joe Burrow, like, he didn't shatter his ankle, but his, you can't see the ligaments rip. But it, I'm sure it hurt, too, you know? I uh, I think it's just the Cowboys. I think we don't need to overthink that one. It's the Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Wanted to get your take on Abe answer. This is a golf question. Dude went to Oklahoma. Uh, I think he's one of the only Mexican guys on the PGA Tour. There's like two or three of them. I love Abe answer. I remember being at the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. I watched him play a hole. I didn't know who he was. That was 2018. Uh, I've been following his career pretty closely since. Uh, remember Tiger? There's that meme or the gif that they, you know, Tiger walked, like turned around to shake his hand before the putt went in. And sometimes, you know, the internet, which is undefeated, did like this thing of Tiger turning around right when he hits the putt and still has to go like 10 feet. But a because basically Abe said like, I want Tiger. <laughs> and then Tiger, he's like, you got me. And then kicked the shit out of him. Um, this was the President's Cup probably three years ago, two years ago. All my dates run together, but I'm a I'm an Abe answer fan. I bet on him sometimes to get top tens. I'd expect to have him have a good career. Can we talk about how exciting Pitts has been this year? I feel like we have nothing really about him since the draft. If Atlanta were to get an exciting young quarterback and an offensive guru at play caller, well, they have an offensive guru at play caller paired with a rising defense, that team could be dangerous. Aside, he's the first tight end since 1961 to cross thousand yard mark in their rookie season since Ditka. Yeah, I mean, there was a reason people around the NFL thought he was a Hall of Fame talent. Like, when they talked about Kyle Pitts coming out, they said, this guy can be in the Hall of Fame. And if you watch him, he's just, he's enormous. He's like Calvin Johnson at, at tight end. But he doesn't really block. Maybe he does. I'd be honest, I haven't watched the Falcons play much. But I think he's he's closer to, like, the hybrid wide receiver than he is George Kittle at the line of scrimmage. Uh, yeah, he's a really good player. But they do have an offensive guru. I mean, Arthur Smith was the Titans offensive coordinator. And then, right, so they they need a quarterback. Where are they going to get the quarterback? Matt Ryan's going to be their quarterback next year. I will be stunned if Matt Ryan, if he's healthy, is not the starting quarterback week one for the Atlanta Falcons. That would be 100% of my expectation. Matt, hell, maybe two years, unless they can find a quarterback. And the problem is, like, they're going to be decent enough with Matt Ryan and some of these guys. They're not going to win two or three games. Like, they're going to win seven to nine range. So when you do that, what do you do? You're kind of stuck because coaches aren't trying to lose. Appreciate everyone listening. Enjoy the weekend of football. Uh, enjoy the just the weekend in general. It's the weekend. How do you beat the weekend? And uh, thanks for listening. Adios. volume Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside and without the right home and auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this could eat up your savings so bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. 
That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. 